Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is March the 4th, 2022, and you're tuning into Deep Devotionals, the podcast, where we break down the deep things of Scripture that causes us to drop everything and pray. I'm your host, Benjamin Carr. Benjamin Shalom Carr, whatever you want. Uh, you can find me on social media, different platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and probably Clubhouse soon. So, uh, the goal that everyone has that they know of this podcast is to just bring the devotional life. Sometimes I will take a verse of the day from um, something I'm reading, and then other times the Lord will just prick my heart about something. And... Um, Today was one of those days that he pricked my heart. And I was just kind of thinking uh, over my life and just some of the, the turns it had taken, the time when I felt most lost, the time where I needed direction, the times where I needed insight, the time where I needed help. And... I realized that a lot of it was due to a lack of shepherding in my life. And so uh, this morning I want to read to you and come to you on the topic of shepherding. And um, I want to read... A very familiar passage that we may not see it as this way, but I hope to change your perspective of it today. Um, Matthew 9 and 35. And it calls this says the workers are few. Now, um, this is, of course, after a period of Jesus has done many miracles. He's healed the sick. He's uh, answering questions about discipling. He healed the paralyzed man. Right before this, um, he healed a blind and a mute. And before that, he raised the dead, uh, raised the dead girl and healed the sick woman. And um, before that, the, the disciples had questions about fasting. So um, there's a lot of uh, demonic uh, oppression and sickness. Um, so we see many miracles taking place before this passage came about. And, um, I'm going to just begin at verse 35. It says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages teaching in their synagogues. This is interesting, um, that, um, Jesus went to other people's synagogues. It was almost like he was an evangelist, um, that it would be considered. Now, we know that Jesus is all five, right? Um, but he didn't necessarily have a physical building. Um, so he went into other buildings. We see that Jesus kind of did the work of all five offices, if you will. Um, so proclaiming the good news, which is also the work of an evangelist, uh, or the or the believer, in my opinion, 
uh, of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. Not some, but every disease and sickness. And so there's really nothing that he cannot do. Um, but th- verse 36 is where I want to kind of harper in. It says, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Let's pray just one moment. Father, I thank you for this word. I thank you that your word is quicker and sharper than any two-edged sword. Minister to me as I minister to others and minister to them that they may minister to others. Prick our hearts this morning, God. If there's anything in us that is not like you that would hinder us from receiving what you would have to say, we ask that you would just remove it right now. Forgive us as we continue to forgive others. There's no uh, special gift or magic that any of us have, but we do have your Holy Spirit who can highlight and illuminate things of this word. Teach us, O great teacher. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Um, Now, a lot of times... When we read this passage, and for for a while I read this passage, it's almost like a call to evangelism, right? Um, The first thing is there's just something about crowds that draw compassion. And the reason this is, is not because it's, it's just a crowd, right? But particularly when you look at the formation of a crowd and... If it's disorderly, non-structured, there's no one overseeing that crowd. And so in this in this passage, Jesus is really not giving a call to just go win the loss, but he's realizing that all these people don't have direction. And so the, 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 the compassion of the Lord came about. When it was people without a covering. Oh man. Having a covering is essential. Having a shepherd is essential. And not only that, but having someone, you being a covering is also essential. When Jesus said to go into all the world and to create disciples... It wasn't a call to just go out and preach the gospel to the nations. No, he, he wanted to give shepherds. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove it to you. I'm going to prove it to you. So, um, Matthew 14, 14. Right? Um, I hope to kind of make a case here. I got my paper Bible today. I've uh, been doing some studying. But... I want you to read Matthew 14, 14 with me. And 
Matthew 14, 14 states, this is when he fed the 5,000, right? Um, it first talks about in verse 13, when he heard what had happened, he withdrew to a boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from towns, from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw the crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Why? Because there was no one there. Um, there was no one there to cover these people. Um, I want you to also take, keep your finger there, and we want to go to Numbers twenty-seven, seventeen. Numbers twenty-seven, seventeen. Okay. Uh, it says, Moses said to the Lord, may the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone right there, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them. One who will lead them out and bring them in so the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. And of course, we know that after this, he, he says to take Joshua, um, a man who is whom is the spirit of leadership. Right. Um, sheep need a shepherd. They don't just need to be rescued, but they need a shepherd to to keep them within the proper guidelines, to keep them within the proper boundaries. Right. Um, let's go to Ezekiel. 34 and 5, and I'm going somewhere. I'm building a case here. Um, it says, this, 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 this talking about, this passage says that the Lord will be Israel's shepherd. It says, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to you shepherds of Israel who only take care of yourselves. That's a whole sermon in itself. I'm um, not going to talk about shepherds that take care of themselves. Uh, should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the an the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You have not strengthened the weak, mm -mm, or healed the sick, mm, or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays, mm or search for the lost. We see that these things go hand in hand with one another, right? Healing, caring, searching. We, see, we search for them, we find them, we heal them. This is what the Lord does, not us, of course. And, but we, then we shepherd them. And it says, you have ruled them harshly and brutally, so they were scattered because there was no shepherd. There it is. And when they were scattered, they became food for the wild animals. My sheep wandered all over the mountains, and on every high hill, they were scattered over the whole earth, and no one searched or looked for them. Jesus. I want to stop there. Um, I want to stop there just for a minute. 
because I believe this is where we live. And there's there's many other scriptures that we uh, we could use to support this. Uh, Zechariah tend to therefore the idols speak deceitfully, the vinyls see visions that lie, they tell dreams that are false, they give comfort in vain. Therefore the the people wander like sheep oppressed for lack of a shepherd. Lack of a shepherd causes oppression, it causes the possession, it causes confusion, it causes sickness. Right? Um before all these people had a didn't have a shepherd. When Jesus saw this crowd and that they were without a shepherd, it wasn't just the case that it was like, oh no, they don't have a crowd. But I mean they don't have a shepherd. But Jesus realized that the the damage that this would cause. And so he he had to stop. Right? He had to stop. Because there was no shepherd. Friends, it should it should prompt us. Something in us should be prompted when we see people without a shepherd. Um, same thing, of course, with the Jesus feeding the 5,000. Something in us should be prompted. Now, psychologists have known for many years and through studying that the problems that we face, that we come, that we have, is a result of improper shepherding. What, where, where is the shepherd? The primary base for shepherding is the home. Every parent is a shepherd by nature. Um, they, their flock, of course, is their children. And so any problems that you have within you is due to a lack of improper shepherding. And so at the at our core's heart, we are actually all looking for a shepherd. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for a, a care. We're looking for somebody to care for us. Um, we're looking for somebody to care. Um, we're looking for community. We're looking for um, somebody that cares about what we're going through. We're looking for somebody that that we can that can protect feel protected or they can give us guidance and give us direction right um there is a call and a cry for a shepherd and jesus does not take this lightly so i want you to kind of look at yourself for one moment oh god Just feel the Lord. I want you to to just think of the moments in your life where you needed a shepherd. That moment when you needed that talk with your father, the moment was like, is there somebody that understands? Is there someone here? Somebody. I want you to think at the times where you were the most hurt. The most depressed. The most lost. 
the times when you were sick. Some of you may be sick in your body even now. Look at yourself in this state. How do you feel? Oh God, you can't deal satire. How do you feel? You know, psychologists have exercises to where they take us back to our childhood past and we begin to see these moments in our life where we were hurt, where we were wounded. I just kind of want you to revisit that moment where you needed someone. And now pay attention to how you're feeling. Pay attention to what you needed. Now psychologists will tell you to go ahead and give it to yourself. But friends, we can't give anything to ourselves. That's why the Bible says... That he is the good shepherd. He is the good shepherd. He can give you. He can give you the things that you've always wanted. But more importantly, the things that you have always needed. Now, the things that you're actually needing in this moment is found in him. David said that the Lord is my shepherd. Ah, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. There's something that happens to you. There's something that happens to you when you meet him as the shepherd. Oh, God. There's something that happens to you when you know him as the shepherd. There's something that happens internally. There's a transformation that happens when you come to know him as the shepherd. Now, I want you to take all of this. And now begin to look upon the crowd. Oh, God, Nielsen. Begin to look on people as you walk by them. Begin to look upon people that you meet in everyday life that are angry, that are hurt, that are bitter, that are heartbroken. That person is you. That person is you. I didn't plan to go alone this morning, but I want you to see that the things that you have went through, the people are going through the very same thing. So when Jesus saw the crowd and he had compassion, he saw their wounds. He saw their pain. He saw their hurt. Even if they'd done wrong things. Sometimes when people do wrong to us, 
we're moved and we're upset about it. Why don't we see this as they just, they didn't get what they needed. And you're adding to the problem if you don't give them what they need. The Lord has called you to shepherd. The Lord has called me to shepherd. He hasn't just called me to sit behind this this podcast and and just to begin to tell people the pain that you have gone through or are going through is because of a lack of shepherding. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you right now, prick every heart. Touch our hearts, God. Touch our hearts like never before. Touch our hearts like never before. God, we repent. We repent for every ounce of selfishness where we have only cared about ourselves. We've come to you only as the healer. When there is many, oh, not my CAK. When there's many, God, many going through, many going through more. It's like the Lord is saying, we cannot see the problems of others. We cannot see the problems of others. Because we're only focused on ours. Come on, this is an invitation this morning. Yesterday, a day before I taught on repentance. Repentance is a daily thing. God, give us a heart again. Oh, God. Give us a heart again. Break us with compassion. Break us with compassion for your loss. Come on, just begin to let him deal with you right where you are. Oh, Tom, the sky. Break our hearts with the things that break your hearts. Break our hearts with the things that break your hearts. Break our hearts with the things that break your hearts. Not our hearts, but your hearts. Let's do a trade with the Lord this morning. Our burdens for His. Come on, get what you need. You cannot be effective if you don't have what you need. If you don't find Him as your shepherd. You won't see a need for him as a shepherd for others. God, give us your heart. Oh, God. God, give us your heart. Give us the Father's heart. Help us. Help us, God. We're selfish. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Just sit there just for a moment. I don't want to rush. God, instill compassion this morning. Kandiosai. Begin to lift your hands and say, God, instill your heart. Remove my heart of stone, oh God. Remove the cares of this world on the condial side. Just lift your hands. Let us fall in love with you all over again. Let us fall in love with you all over again. Thank you, Lord. Let us fall in love with you. Come on, reunite with your Savior. Tell him to feel you. Fall in love with him once again. Kandio say, I just want to be with you. And he'll say, In order for them to come to him, you must first come to him. <laughs> I hear that so strong. We cannot expect them to come to a place that we don't go. We cannot expect them to fall in love with something that we have not loved ourselves. You can only give what's important to you. I just want to give a moment for you to fall in love with him this morning. I just want to give you a moment to reunite your passions. Sometimes you can't have pa compassion unless you have passion. 
Jesus went through the synagogues, the towns, and the villages, claiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. Even as he is in this world, so are we. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they had they were harassed and helpless. Come on, that angry person that you meet today, they're harassed and helpless. That person you walk by, they're harassed and helpless. Just as you were harassed and helpless. Like sheep without a shepherd. God send laborers. Ah, they caught the outside. We won't just pray that they send laborers but not be one. The, the prayer that when Jesus said to send laborers was made from the place of a laborer. You, have first, you first have to become a laborer in, to, in order to pray for the laborers. Yeah, you can pray, but Jesus, when he prayed this prayer, he was a laborer. The disciples were laborers. They were right there in the midst of the crowds. See, that prayer looks different, huh? That prayer sounds different when you're in the place. There's something that there's there's a realization that happens when you're operating in it. Friends, we have to put our hands to the plow. And that starts with putting the hand, allowing the Lord to put his hand on our lives. It starts with you getting real with yourself. It starts with you allowing him to do what he does best. He's not going to condemn you. He misses you. To your desires to be with him. He'll never convince anybody to be with him. Sheep love the shepherd. God, may we be with you this morning. May you be the first thought in our minds. And the last. And the middle. We love you, God. We bless you. For it's Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, just take some time. I didn't really want to go over 30 minutes. But just take some time with the Lord. I I encourage you just to sit in this. Put an instrumental on and just say, God, prick my heart. Prick my heart. People need a shepherd. There's a call for us to disciple. Not just to. Not just to start platforms. Not just to do things. But people need direction. Everyday people. God bless you guys. Shalom. Shalom.